Hello, and welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thank you for listening on this Thursday, February 18th, 2021. Topics on this episode include Girl Scout cookies, the third and final part of my interview with MCT's Kristen McCarthy, and the impact of yesterday's economic data and FOMC minutes on mortgage rates. Today's podcast is sponsored by MCT. MCT's recently released Business Intelligence, a powerful web-based analytics, is designed to give clients more visibility on their data points to inform their business and empower them to make decisions and track their performance. The platform aggregates proprietary mortgage pipeline and loan sale data to provide strategic insights to MCT clients in the form of customizable reports, illustrative charts, and actionable insights. You could optimize your investor relationships today through MCT's Business Intelligence. Welcome to 124-year-old Girl Scout cookie season. If you're an LO, how would you like to deal with a borrower for 124 years? How about 189 years, the age of Jonathan the Wild Tortoise, who now holds the record for the oldest animal in the world? Speaking of age, a 1960 Missouri bunker was appraised as a $1.1 million residence. Jonathan couldn't care less about mortgage rates, which have moved higher. Even yesterday's FOMC minutes show most participants expect a sizable boost in economic activity. But the move is providing MLOs with even more reason to provide better customer service. The Stratmore Group's Mike Seminari observes, It's surprising how much borrower satisfaction improves with LOs setting expectations up front, not asking for the same document twice, and showing up, in person or virtually, at the closing table. So for day three, I wanted to get into some of the comprehensive lock data you have on the business intelligence platform. you talk about that? Absolutely. So we're pulling in all of the loans that are being put into every client's hedge pipeline into our lock data project, which makes it really great to be able to identify how rates are trending throughout the clientele as a whole. Again, we have the option to compare to their peer groups so they can see their data in comparison to peers. There's been multiple times where we've been able to identify specific rates that a certain client may not be offering, but the peer group is. And so they should consider offering that particular rate to their borrowers, as well as it's really helpful if you have loan officers coming to you and saying, hey, we're priced out of the market or um, you know, any sort of situation like that, where they can actually go into the platform, into the lock data, be able to filter out to that specific loan officer's scenario and see, okay, this is where our rate, our rate is, and this is where the, the MCT client uh, clientele rate is. And so what are the differences there? Are they priced out of the market or do you just have a loan officer that's saying that? Um, it can be really, really helpful in those instances. And how has that changed rate renegotiations for your clients? So rate renegotiation is actually one of the new projects that we're going to be rolling out um, actually next week. And a few of these dashboards that we have here came from feedback from a client that was on a trial. But what we've done within the rate renegotiation project is a few different things. For your open pipeline, we're able to actually identify all of the loans in your open pipeline and then show you what the current market weighted average rate is that is being locked by the MCT clientele base. From there, you can determine if you have um, opportunity to renegotiate your borrower's rate down or even identifying if, hey, this borrower's rate is a lot higher than current market, I need to do something to save them before they go down to the street to the next lender. And so that's going to be really helpful for our clients with the open pipeline. 
Additionally, there we'll be showing them what that uh, current scenario is being sold at with the investor pricing as well. And so they can see it uh, in both instances. And then for the closed pipeline, for your historical pipeline loans that have already been purchased by investors, we have an EPO risk detector, as well as a dashboard that's going to be able to identify loans within your historical pipeline that can be an opportunity for new loans and refinances. Again, it's going to pull what you have in your historical pipeline. You can set a date range outside of that EPO time period. And then you can identify if you have loans that could potentially be new loans for your team based on where the current market rates are. It's really a valuable piece within the platform, something I'm super excited about. Um, I just think it's going to be such an easy way to make clients profitable. It really does sound like the future of secondary marketing is here. Aside from those rate renegotiations, what's next for the BI platform? Are there any other updates you can share with us? There are. So we uh, some more things that we have that we're rolling out next week with our enhancements. We have pull-through analytics that we're, we'll be bringing into the platform. Uh, what's really great about that, you're going to be, we are doing a peer group. Uh, pull-through analysis so you can see what your pull-through looks like in comparison to the peers. We are also, uh, one of the things that I particularly love um, for the sold data is we're going to be pulling in clients' best effort production. I worked in at a mortgage company and in secondary marketing for years. And whenever I was doing my production reporting, I was always doing it on our production as a whole not just our hedge production. And so with the opportunity to be able to bring your best effort production into the BI platform, you'll be able to see all of our sold data reporting for all of your production, not just your hedge data. And even within that, you're able to dive in on a specific branch within your organization or certain loan officers. So we're really excited about that piece that's coming out as well. That's going to be great. Kristen, well, thank you very much for coming on the Chrisman Commentary Podcast. Yeah, thank you, Robbie. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. And if you have any questions, please feel free to email us at bi at mctrade.net. MCT shared a couple quotes from clients with me on the business intelligence platform. Rick Pannoni at Province Mortgage said, if you ask me what could and what would be the next best value add that MCT could provide, well, they did it with the BI platform. The data that is captured and displayed is invaluable on so many levels not just allowing us the ability to see, compare, and measure ourselves versus our peers, but for me, the ability to view and effectively utilize real-time agency investor pricing and trade data, which has allowed me to successfully navigate some very difficult times, including early 2020 when there was an extreme disconnect in trade values. I cannot say enough about this tool and commend Drew and Kristen for the thought and time involved to put something like this in place and its ongoing development. We began the year six weeks ago with the benchmark U.S. 10-year T-note yielding 0.93%. This morning, it is up to 1.30%. Blame it on potential inflation in the future or the realization that someone will have to pay for the stimulus. Mortgage-backed securities have gone along for the ride. Some of this has been passed on to borrowers. Some of this has been absorbed by lenders and profit margins have been reduced. MBS coupons have continued to struggle relative to their treasury hedges with the basis weighed down by convexity and supply concerns. What gives? Normally, the release of the January Fed minutes from its latest meeting would dominate headlines, but an abundance of positive economic data on the day yesterday overshadowed Fed officials saying they do not currently or imminently see conditions for reducing their massive asset purchase program being met. 
Retail sales for January blew past 0.8% expectations, registering a whopping 5.3% increase month over month, aided by the receipt of stimulus checks and pent-up spending activity. Sales were up solidly across every retail category. Markets also received a hotter-than-expected producer price index report, up 1.3%, the largest month-over-month increase since the index began in December 2009. The reading shows that producers clearly incurred higher prices in January, though the increase is yet to be passed on to consumers, as evidenced by last week's weak CPI figure. Yesterday's $27 billion 20-year bond sale was met with soft demand. But what does it all mean for mortgage rates? Whatever happens with stimulus and treasury supply, as well as how investors view inflation, will be among key drivers. We have reached a point where a sharp increase in economic activity is now the base case for how markets have been priced. Taking all that news into account yesterday, treasuries ended the day mixed while the MBS basis closed tighter. Today's data is already out of the gate with a bang. Initial jobless claims for the week ending February 13th rose to 861,000 from 848,000, with many people still out of work. January housing starts registered negative 6% and building permits were up 10.4%. February's Philadelphia Fed survey registered at 23.1 and January import-export prices were up 1.4% and 2.5% respectively. Later this morning brings Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey for the week ending February 18th, two Fed speakers in Governor Brainerd and Atlanta's Bostic, and a $9 billion new 30-year tips auction from the Treasury, while the desk of the New York Fed will conduct three operations, one in each class, totaling up to $6.65 billion. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse, nearly an eighth, and the 10-year unchanged, yielding 1.30%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. How it starts, part four or five. My wife and I were sitting at a table at her school reunion, and she kept staring at a drunken man swigging his drink as he sat alone at a nearby table. So I asked her, do you know him? Yes, she sighed. He's my old boyfriend. I understand he took to drinking right after we split up those many years ago, and I hear he hasn't been sober since. My God, I said, who would think a person could go on celebrating that long? And that's how the fight started. (laughs) I'd like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, MCT. MCT offers an array of best-in-class services and software covering mortgage pipeline hedging, best execution loan sales, outsourced lock desk solutions, MSR portfolio valuations, business intelligence analytics, mark-to-market services, and an award-winning comprehensive capital markets software platform called MCT Live. MCT supports independent mortgage bankers, depositories, credit unions, warehouse lenders, and correspondent investors of all sizes. MCT is well known for its team of capital markets experts and senior traders who continue to provide the boutique-style hands-on engagement clients love. For more information, visit mcttrading.com. Thank you for spending a few minutes of your time with us. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.